The dog days of summer are here. Ow! Hey, if you're looking for an easy time of it, you might be barking up the wrong tree. It's time for a challenge. Time for some sharing, learning, and all that with some whipped cream and a cherry on top. (laughs) If you're lucky. Hey, it's time for the English Teacher John Show number 71. Let's go! Ow, ow, ow! Ow! Dog days of summer. Welcome, everyone, to the English Teacher John Show number 71. My name is John Coons, and I am the host of this uh, high-tension podcast. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's part uh, educational, part entertainment. Um, maybe something more, a little bit more, or a little bit less than that. Uh, our show is for everyone, but especially for English learners of all abilities. Uh, We are all about clear and easy to understand English, good humor, interesting topics, and fresh minty breath. Um, And sometimes we fail, (laughs) especially about the breath. Uh, our our, Our podcast is produced right here in our eco friendly recycled studio in Matsumoto, central Japan. Uh, today's episode has three segments. Uh, first, um, it's some commentary about the recent solar eclipse, which was partially viewed by my students and me. Uh, then uh, we're going to hear an interview with my good friend Charlie, who, who is the mastermind behind the Fukuro-chan phenomenon. It's a, it's this cute little character which looks just like a plastic bag and uh, lives out some crazy, fun, interesting adventures. Haven't heard of it yet? Well, stay tuned. Finally, in the third and last segment, in the spirit of Fukuro-chan, we'll bring you some quotations about the environment. Here we go! Hey, how about the recent solar eclipse? In Japanese, it's called Kaiki Nishoku. And, you know, I was excited about it for about uh, the two weeks leading up to it. In the end, it was a pretty clouded over experience, but I was able to at least view it and enjoy the eclipse with some of my students. As the big day approached, uh, July 22nd, I continued to read all of the news stories that I could. Uh, I also mentioned it in my lessons and uh, hoped to generate some excitement. Man, Japan was right in the path of totality. 
um, parts of southern Japan would get about six minutes of totality um, near darkness at 11 a.m. in the morning. Now, how often does that happen? Well, in fact, here in Matsumoto, in uh, central Honshu Island, I learned that we would experience about a 65 or 70% eclipse. Hey, good enough for me. Um, A little internet research gave me the idea for a very complicated eclipse viewing contraption. Um, Basically, two pieces of white paper with one of them having a pinhole in it. Okay, not so complicated. Well, my Wednesday morning lesson um, on the 22nd started at 10.40 a.m. And I quickly reminded the students that we would go outside and check out the cosmic happening. I also warned everyone that it's a very, very bad, that's bad idea, and dangerous idea to look directly at a solar eclipse. Um, Isn't it generally a bad idea to look directly at the sun anytime during the middle of the day? (laughs) Uh, As we got outside, uh, the only thing that was clear was the fact that the sky wasn't very clear. Well, we waited patiently, and sometime after 11.30 a.m., we were rewarded with a pretty good image of the eclipse. As the clouds cleared, the eclipse began showing up on my high-tech paper device. Also, uh, some of my students were watching the reflection in a puddle. Very clever. Um, I'll have to check if that's an approved and risk-free way to watch. Well, Between 11.30 a.m. and about 11.45 a.m. that day, uh, we had some nice views of the eclipse, and I think we were all happy that we had stayed outside and persisted a little longer than some of the other classes. Uh, In my opinion, it was well worth it. Okay, coming up next, it's an interview with Charlie the creator of Fukuro-chan. All right, Charlie, welcome to the English Teacher John Show once again. Hello, nice to be back. Yeah, good to see you. Hey, Charlie, um, you've got a new project going on, and uh, I think the name is Fukuruchang, Fukumuruchang, Fukuruku. Could what's what's the name of your new project and your uh, your character? Okay, the name for the uh, the character that I'm drawing is called Fukurochan. Fukurochan. Fukuro is a uh, is Japanese for uh, bag, plastic bag the kind that you get at the supermarket and Fukuro-chan is, uh, is this cute little character which looks just like a plastic bag and uh, lives out some crazy fun interesting adventures um, 
And uh, really? what's what's the motivation? Like, why why did you choose a, a plastic bag? Or how how did this come about? Have you been thinking about this for a while, or was this kind of like a a quick uh, lightning strike? Well, I think the the underlining motivation is to highlight something that's kind of invisible for most people. Um, take a simple object like a plastic bag, and you wouldn't think much of it, but if you had uh, 120 million of these used and disposed of every day it definitely becomes an environmental issue that uh, you just don't see but at the same time if this uh, if this inanimate object a plastic bag became uh, interesting became alive became cute enough for you to think about it or care about it or just even notice it then you'd maybe have some part of your subconscious uh, remind you every now and again that hey we've got to take care of this planet because we've only got one and uh, so specifically like what what behaviors or what things are you specifically trying to change or trying to make people aware of yeah it's difficult if you go on the direct route into telling someone like what they already know um, like if you say oh well hey let's not use plastic bags let's use our own bags and hey if we do that and it'll be fine, you know? In a sense, that's easy to say, but it just doesn't somehow happen that easily because we're all, uh, you know, stuck to our routines and things. So what I wanted to do is just to um, bring this character into, a, uh, into the subconscious of um, those who read it. Hopefully it'll be as famous as Disney one day and people would know. Every time they take a bag, they'll think about Fugra-chan and they'll be like, wow, yeah, this is, you know, this cute little fella could be doing other things other than carrying my shopping and being stuck in the bin straight after kind of thing. So basically it's trying to be, a, uh, trying to creep into the subconscious. But it's kind of like difficult because it's ambitious, you know, trying to get it to be as famous as Disney. It's not going to happen soon, but it's cute enough and I think it, it might take off, yeah. And Fukuro Chang, you said it's a um, it's a comic that you draw, and now recently I've seen that it's also a costume that you wear. Yeah, imagine that. Um, I first started off drawing uh, a very short uh, Yonkoma manga, which is a uh, four four vignette uh, comic strips, just kind of funny stuff, not really like ecologically themed, just trying to make Fukuro Chan. A character, basically, uh, could be any character, kind of thing, and it, it being funny enough to, you know, keep the interest going. But now I've uh, I've decided to, you know, make a few more steps to get Fukuchan popularized, and I think one of those steps is dressing up and visiting schools and kindergartens and festivals, and saying, "Hey, I'm Fukuchan. Come and check out my uh, my story." And you had your first uh, run, trial run. Uh, I was lucky enough to see Charlie wearing his Fukuro Chang outfit. Uh, how did the first experience with where, uh, walking around as the live character of Fukuro Chang, how did it go in uh, this past weekend's festival? It went really well. I mean, that suit uh, took me three weeks to make, uh, thereabouts, and uh, it's really hot inside, so not easy uh, wearing it, but it's a lot of fun, and the kids kind of pick up on things that you wouldn't notice, like if there's a safety pin that's visible, the illusion kind of breaks down and they, they, get, they realize that there's a person inside, so it's interesting to see the kids' reactions. But yeah, some, some kids are like a, a little bit afraid because it's 1 meter 80, uh, 180 centimeters tall, 
the other kids really like it and uh, yeah it was it was good fun hard work but good fun it was really good I think uh, I think you guys you really you got to see Charlie uh, wearing his Fukuro Chang outfit uh, the comics uh, Charlie where can we find this stuff what's the best place uh, if people want to uh, see your uh, Fukuro, Fukuro Chang stuff okay well um, maybe two places where you can find it and both of these both of these uh, websites are linked from my main website which is uh, www.ex1st.com but Fukurochan now has its own website uh, which is fukurochan.com and I'll be moving all the uh, the comic strips and the photos and whatever towards uh, that website in the near future. There's a few new comics that are only available on the fukurochan.com website now so check them out and have a laugh. There's uh, free downloads coloring sheets, printable postcards, uh, stickers and some fun campaigns coming up soon. Alright, any plans for a uh, Fukuro-chan mate, wife or girlfriend? Well, or boyfriend? Well, that's it. I mean, Fukuro-chan's not really a boy, it's not really a girl, it's, uh, it's neither or both or whatever. And there's so many of them that they don't need any more company and they've got lots of friends which you'll learn about in the future. Please check it out, yeah. Alright, Charlie, thanks for sharing a little bit about uh, Fukuro-chan with us. Um, and picture book. Ah, so, uh, you have uh, something else you want to tell us? Uh, plans uh, for the future? Yeah, the next step for Fukuro-chan is to uh, get a picture book uh, written and published somehow, uh, maybe online or whatever. So look out for that, yeah. All right. Hey, thanks. Uh, I recommend everyone go take a look. Fukuro-chan. Thanks for uh, talking to us at the English Teacher John Show, Charlie. Thanks for having me. All the best. See you guys soon. One, two, three, four. In the spirit of Charlie and Fukuro Chang, let's look at a few quotations about our environment. Uh, I got these on the site quotegarden.com. First one is from Mahatma Gandhi There is a sufficiency in the world for man's need, but not for man's greed. There is a sufficiency in the world for man's need, but not for man's greed. And that's Mahatma Gandhi. And uh, this next one is a bit dated. Uh, it's from Henry David Thoreau. Thank God men cannot fly and lay waste the sky as well as the earth. Hmm, that was obviously in the times, uh, in the 1800s, the times, the time before men could fly in airplanes and go into the sky. Uh, Thank God men cannot fly and lay waste the sky as well as the earth. Henry David Thoreau. A Native American proverb. We do not inherit the earth from our ancestors, We borrow it from our children. We do not inherit the earth from our ancestors. 
We borrow it from our children. And a quote from Edward Abbey, uh, one of my, uh, well, uh, a favorite author of mine. I've read many of his uh, fiction and nonfiction stories, uh, Outdoor Adventure, uh, The Beauty of Nature, uh, good writing. Our modern industrial economy takes a mountain covered with trees, lakes, running streams, and transforms it into a mountain of junk, garbage, slime pits, and debris. (laughs) One more time. Our modern industrial economy takes a mountain covered with trees, lakes, running streams, and transforms it into a mountain of junk, garbage, slime pits, and debris. Uh... Edward Abbey always wanted to say what's on his mind and directly. Okay, next quote is from Rachel Carson from uh, Silent Spring, a famous book in the 1960s. For the first time in the history of the world, every human being is now subjected to contact with dangerous chemicals from the moment of conception until death. For the first time in the history of the world, every human being is now subjected to contact with dangerous chemicals from the moment of conception until death. And how about a a, uh, Chinese proverb? The rose has thorns only for those who would gather it. The rose has thorns only for those who would gather it. And finally, um, from the humorist and writer Art Buckwald. This is a little bit of a longer one, our last quotation. And man created the plastic bag and the tin and aluminum can and the cellophane wrapper and the paper plate. And this was good because man could then take his automobile and buy all his food in one place And he could save that which was good to eat in the refrigerator and throw away that which had no further use. And soon the earth was covered with plastic bags and aluminum cans and paper plates and disposable bottles. And there was nowhere to sit down or walk. And man shook his head and cried, look at this god-awful mess. Okay, well, these quotes are on our blog. Have a look. Okay, well, we've got the rain pouring down here on this evening in Matsumoto, and uh, that's it for show number 71. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something today. Uh, You can find our blog, all of our video and audio podcasts, some transcripts, an assortment of miscellaneous crap, all of that and more, at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. And we'll have the complete transcript for this show up on the blog soon. Uh, You can find uh, some of my other things, especially uh, recent videos, at OffQ.com, O-F-F-C-U-E. Our email address is podcast at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Well, thanks to you all for listening. Uh, special thanks to Charlie and Fukuro Chang. 
And always a big thank you to our music man, Martin Chennault. All right, everybody, catch you next time. And I hope you're enjoying the dog days of summer. Ow! Woof, 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 ow! Freedom from You May See, featuring Martin, Will, and Show. Catch them on their MySpace page. <laughs>